Hiya folks, if you're new in town, don't be shy and just stand by. Let me explain to you how this works. Feeling bored or lonely and you need someone to watch cartoons with? Then look no further, because I'm here to play in your ear. You can listen to the podcast alone or alongside the cartoon. The choice is yours. Either way, let's get to tune along. Alrighty. So, we're going to watch episode two of Rocco's Modern Life. We just watched episode one. Um, I don't know if I'm going to post it as episode uh, as the next episode on the YouTube channel, but this is episode two of Rocco's Modern Life, featuring leapfrogs and bedfellows. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, here we go. Uh, this episode is twenty two min- twenty two minutes and twenty six seconds. Three, two, one, commence. And we got the old opening there. Oh, that's a cool backsplash. Nice little wallpaper right there. Modern life. Yeah, shove that in there. There you go. Yeah, Spunky's gonna eat it up. Nothing wrong with that. Welcome to the real world. Yep. What <laughs> what Conglomo calls the real world. Yeah, cartoons. You gotta love cartoons. It's a great way to escape reality. And I think that this show portrays it really well that way. Leapfrogs. Anytime the big heads are in an episode, you know it's going to be good. Like I mentioned last episode, I always felt like the big heads were like the Squidward of Spongebob. But just really fun characters to to watch. Even the way they're drawn, it's it's freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I want to press the red button on the TV. See what that does. Ah. Oh, Ed. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Ed. You're crazy, woman. Who's that? Ooh, it's Cupid. It's probably Pig Cupid, right? Miss Bighead. Uh, I I like Ed Bighead more than Big, Miss Bighead just because he's the more wacky character and, you know, he's the character that gets angry and always gets gets the, the bad end of luck on the stick. However <laughs> you word that. <laughs> Maybe Spunky will come eat up that shave. Look at Miss Big Head with her their mud on her face. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it sucks to be married to Ed Big Head. Works from works for, well. He mean he works for Conglomo. Can't blame him. And the voice actor, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Um, he, I know he voices both Ed and Ed Big Head and Ed Big Head. Yeah, you're going to need a lot more arrows than that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, there's no getting to Ed, Big Head. Seems like he's a lost cause. wonder where that pig with... Where that pig's going. I'm off to work, honey! Oh, Ed... 
Got that moose in the fridge. Classic moose in the fridge. See, they're talking about lack of emotion, lack of uh, oomph with marriage couples in a kid's cartoon. They're, I mean, I'm sure that's not the main, or I'm sure that wasn't intended for kids to really perceive. Uh, I'm sure it's more Rocco or whoever's going to interact with them to see how they deal with it. But just the fact that that's the main topic, you know, like marriage problems in a child's TV show in the 90s. How old is Rocco? I mean, that guy owns his own house. He lives by himself. He he works at a comic book store. And I know they ain't paying their... Yeah, this is the episode. This is the episode I think that was banned. Yeah, leapfrogs. I mean, Miss Bighead is trying to hit on Rocco. So, <laughs> I didn't even have to say any more. I'm pretty sure... Yeah, this episode was banned. Which makes it even more awesome. <laughs> I I do own um I do believe I own a uh, a production cell from this episode. It's when uh, Miss Bighead brings Rocco upstairs to the bedroom because I was not able to find another episode with that scene where Rocco's in Mrs. Bighead's room and they're all alone. So I'm pretty sure I have a, a production cell from this episode. Yeah, episode two. I mean, they're trying to they're just trying to go all out with their comedy, their humor. They, the networks have no restrictions. There's no censors. It's the first time they're airing content. They're, they're testing it out, if you will. What better show to test things out than Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy? Ah, the old VCR. The old VCR perspective view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I love this show. If if you're not watching uh, the episode, basically Miss Bighead was looking inside the VCR. Her eyes got uh, tangled in those little tape uh, spinners. It's just fun. I mean, how can you not like this show? There's a fly in the wall. Yeah, as a kid, how can you, how can you, I mean, I'm sure you're going to laugh because there's a fly sitting on a toilet, but how are you going to laugh at the the actual joke? And it, even back then, the show played, it wasn't a late night show like it is today, like you find on Nick, on Nick, uh, Nick Tonight or Nick, uh, whatever you call it there. But yeah, this show played, well, for me anyway, it played on Saturday mornings. It played on Saturday mornings on YTV. Uh, I believe it played at 9 or 8.30 a.m. It was between Angry Beavers and and uh, Hey Arnold, somewhere in there. So I would I would always watch it because I didn't want to miss the, the next show, which I think was Angry Beavers. And uh, I could be wrong. It could have been Cat Dog or whatever. But I loved Cat Dog and I loved Angry Beavers growing up. And I didn't want to miss any episodes. So I would just watch through the episode. Well, sometimes not really pay attention, just kind of phase in. Once in a while, I can remember myself watching an episode and actually really being into it. But other times, my attention span just wasn't there. I couldn't focus on each joke or each thing. I just needed, you know, 
I guess I, I, I didn't give it enough of a chance, uh, you know, even though I was a kid. Look at the eyeballs and veins in the blender. Rocco, come upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I think this is where I have the production. So not here, but where they're standing side by side. Come on, Rocco, zip her up. Zip it up, Rocco! Wow. Look at the detail on her <laughs> on the back spot. <laughs> oh, Racco. Yeah, I think it's right here. Yeah. This is the production cell right around here. This is the angle that I know I have at home. And I don't think it was ever seen in any other episode from this angle. Not on the bed. I think she was standing uh, the production cell that I have, so I'd have to re-verify. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, look at the hair on her legs. Nasty. Oh, bro. Take a whiff. <laughs> Shave him up. <laughs> oh, my God. How can they even do that? Oh, God. She... Miss Bighead literally just said, you shaved. As if he shaved his genitalia. Awesome episode. Okay, if her eyes come to normal right now, this is the, uh, the yeah, this is the cell I own. Not the crazy side, if it goes back to normal. Okay, it must have been the crazy cell. Because that's, I think, the scene that I own. Oh, sorry, I'm ranting about that stupid production cell that I own. <laughs> Rocco, what are you doing, man? Take the money and go. Oh! Yep. Definitely what not what it looks like. And the average 8-year-old in the 90s, even the 15-year-old in the 90s wouldn't have gotten this. 15-year-olds in the 90s weren't that smart like today. You know what I mean by smart. Just lack of access of information to figure it out. Wait, did... Okay, uh, did she have the gown on? Uh, I'm confused. Anyways, I don't remember. But just such a good episode. And, and that's the thing. You, you wouldn't have probably remembered this episode growing up. I think it might have aired once or twice on the air before being pulled ever or all time uh, for viewership. But they probably do show it now on Nick at Night. So it's one of those episodes where it, it's rare. Like mentally, if you ask anybody if who's watched Rocco's My Life, unless they're a diehard fan, they probably don't remember this episode. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, look at the way he looks. It's funny. It's well drawn. Oh plates what oh god that's hilarious <laughs> they're skeet shooting plates with their tongues got a little tongue action Rocco's modern life now they're out of breath <laughs> oh the tongues collide if the episode ends here <laughs> Oh, 
Yeah, there's that pig with the with the ass and nipples. Great episode for kids. <laughs> and that's true. I mean, the heart is a symbol of the ass. All right, here we go. Straight on to the next episode, Bedfellows. Directed by Steven Hillenberg, the same guy who did SpongeBob SquarePants, who, who created SpongeBob SquarePants. And that's Heifer's house. Heifer's parents are wolves, by the way. And I like how they did that. You know, change it up, make it... I mean, the mom, the mom is like... I've seen moms like that. They're always the nice mom. Oh, come on, sweetheart. Let them have it, you know? It's just funny how that's his, uh, his parents... Oh, the mice are moving in. Even the character, even the mouse, the mouse dad has a pipe. There's a bit of the old world and there's a bit of the new world. I mean, who has a pipe today? Who has that kind of pipe today? Been laid off. Keep that name badge on, man. his room don't have a cow that's from the show I'm pretty sure obviously that's from the show but uh yeah that's a cultural uh line now I think don't have a cow I don't know if it's just the show but the way cartoons drew nails back in the day it was pretty uh Pretty interesting. Simplistic. I mean, I'm analyzing the smallest thing like a freaking nail. What do you expect? But, uh, I mean, come on. I feel like he's going... This is Patrick going into SpongeBob's house right now. That uh, Spunky's Gary. There's Gary right there. Meow. Meow. So, yeah, like I said, last episode... Uh, or the very first episode of Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, the couch is single. It's a single-unit couch. It's a one-seater for Rocco. And then I wonder, like, I'm just speculating, but I wonder if that's the only episode we see a single-seater uh, single couch. And every other episode's the uh, the big sofa, the big uh, three-seater there. Yeah, that's not creepy. <laughs> See, like, a scene like this, if they, I like to call it Tim and Eric, if for those of you that know Tim and Eric, if they Tim and eric that scene today, like, what I'm basically what I'm trying to get to is, what if the creators recreated the show, but went even more far-fetched with it, like, way far-fetched, um, beyond the boundaries, even so that you wouldn't be able to air it, uh, I think... If you could pick a show to do it, I wouldn't even pick Ren and Stimpy. I think I would still pick Rocco's Modern Life to do it because it's still so realistic and believable. Oh, sorry to cut. That's, that, uh, that frame right there with, with the neighborhood, that was really cool. That was really cool the way that looked. I like, um, I like shots of the city 
in cartoons, because you only ever see them once or twice in the whole series, they, and they do a lot of effort, a lot of detail in them, a lot of shading. There's a cattle prong. Oh yeah, heifer. Oh yeah, I guess heifer sleeping in his bed because they rented his room. <laughs> sleeping in a drawer. Where have I seen that before? Yeah, I honestly, I could even just watch the show without the audio. It's just I. It just keeps me in the loop. I just want to see what they draw next. I just want to see what they do next. Oh, I I, uh, I have that production cell with the steam where he's in his bathrobe and the steam. I was thinking of uh, putting it in a frame and putting that in my, in my washroom. Oh, man, Heifer. Heifer is definitely the Patrick of this show. Or I should say Patrick is the Heifer of his show. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a friend like that. Everyone has a friend who they, they love dearly, but uh, yeah, it just sucks to be a roomie with. <laughs> Yo, my man, he just shot, <laughs> shot up the place. Yeah, like, I, I remember I was playing Minecraft at one point and I wanted to recreate the house. And uh, every time I would, I just stopped and started watching the episodes. If I could, uh, actually, I'm I'm just gonna say it right now. I think, I think uh, Joe Murray is one of my favorite uh, animators. I do think so. He's a pioneer. He really is a pioneer. And the amount of effort and work he he went through to make the show. Um, I'm not sure what his uh, inspirations were, but I, I ha I, if I had to assume, I would say Bugs, Bugs Bunny and, and those cartoons growing up. Um, but just the fact that he pulled this off, like he couldn't have even used Ren and Stimpy as an inspiration because he was working on his own thing around the same time when Ren and Stimpy were doing theirs. So just the fact that they're, unless the those guys talk to each other or they get inspired, they feed off each other somehow, right? Uh but yeah, just just the way it is, I, I really do appreciate the show. And I'm just gonna keep saying it. <laughs> Can't say it enough. Oh yeah, when I, I just had a flashback. There's an episode of Rocco's Modern Life where they call in for concert tickets. I just there's just the ring guy gave me a flashback. There's like a thousand phones in the home and they're trying to get be caller number nine or something for wrestling tickets. And then Rocco gets them and then everyone's just trying to be his friend. Sweet, love that scene. Love gro grotesque stuff, gro uh, close up. It's not as grotesque as you, as it should be, but it's still close up, you know. Ah, Spunky's comfy, Just sitting on Rocco's belly. I mean, on uh, Heifer's belly. Ah, oh, come on, man. Got to put your foot down. Why well, is there a heel there? What's going on? What was Heifer doing last night? There's a heel. <laughs> yeah uh, um the first episode in this uh the the first parter in this episode episode uh part 1a you got a lot of nudity and then episode 2b you got a lot of nudity 
I'm pretty sure they just wanted to get it all out, see what they could get away with, see what worked. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, the the, uh, the feather on the arrow is covering her uh, her bubage. What's the name of the band? The Dangles. Yeah, octopus drummer. I mean, if I if I had a band, I would definitely want an octopus drummer. I mean, that's even more creepy, right? Like you're trying to get a better view of the the grotesqueness. <laughs> yeah, big head. My, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Yeah, the two of them are literally like the the neighbor when you're a kid and your ball goes over over the neighbor's fence. I mean, there's even an episode about that where the ball goes over. They're definitely that neighbor, that grumpy neighbor. And now when you now, and then when you grow up and you're an adult, you understand why they're grumpy and you know that they're not trying to be mean. They're just, you know. But this show just portrays it in that fashion and I think that's maybe that's the the audience they were trying to portray to was the the outdoor going kid the kid from the 80s you know not the kid from the 90s more the kid from the 80s who would be able to take on this humor um you know cuz obviously all this stuff doesn't happen overnight i mean the comedy the writing the ideas are probably manifested over decades and even the concepts so the ideology is probably 5 or 10 years before it was meant to be shown you know and I'm not saying that's the same formula for today because it's probably easier and quicker to make a show today. But back then, uh, if you wanted a show made, you probably already have to have been an artist or uh, have your content and then just say, hey, why don't we just take your content and port it over here to TV? <laughs> yeah, the the squiggles on the shoulders, they always had them on, them, uh, on the, the wolves. I like to call them the wolves. Well, they are the wolves. Heifer wolf, right? Uh, they always had those squiggly lines on their shirts. It made them, I don't know what it was intended to, but they had that, the wolves always had, always had that style. And Grandpa Wolf too. Yeah. See, I wasn't really listening to the episode, but I, I heard the word nudist. So yeah, that, that was definitely a, a nudist party before. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Ah, they go by so fast. They do go by so fast. As a kid, they didn't. As an as an adult, they leave me hanging. I want more. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, thanks for tuning in on that one. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, that was Rocco's Modern Life, season one, episode two. Um, not sure when season when when I'll do episode three uh, right away, but uh, keep keep checking out the different episodes. I uh, I post up. Let me know if there's anything particular, uh, any anything from the episode you found interesting, actually. Um, anything at all, anything, uh, any particular Rocco's episode that st- stands out for you. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter what it is. Just give me, a, give me a message. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know, uh, let me know your favorite shows. Just, just uh, let's keep the conversation alive. Who knows how long these shows will be relevant for, right? And right now, we're lucky enough that they they made a reboot on a on a on a movie. I'm sure it'll be a very long time before we hear anything else. Um, so yeah, why not just keep this party going, keep it alive, and and see what other cartoons we got going next. So thanks for t- tuning in, tuning along, and uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, ciao.
You just listened to a Tune Along podcast. If you like what you heard or have any comments or feedback, don't hesitate to check out more on iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for more info. I'll see you next time. Ciao!